Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Uh, anyway, sorry, yes. It should be named after me. It should be named after you. Do you reckon? Yeah, I should, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought it should be named after Shirley Temple Bar. Uh, okay, so yeah. yes, we have Temple two. Bar is named after Shirley. Temple, Temple Bar, Bar, of course, is yeah. named after Shirley. Which is yeah. like you know. Yeah. Anyway, basically. in any event, two of Ireland's most esteemed women, uh, Jonas, once again. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, uh, to solve your problem for International Women's Week. <laughs> yes, uh, I have recently started dating a woman I met through a mutual friend. We're getting on great, and I've even introduced her to my parents already. However, there's one thing I'm struggling to come to terms with, and it's something I'm concerned about. If we ever decide to live together, she's a keen arachnophile and currently keeps a large spider in a terrarium in her bed. I assume that's some sort of spider cage in her bedroom. She calls him Brendan, which I find neither amusing nor charming. I am what my friends describe (laughs) as a lad's lad and I like to be a person who's open and up for anything. But I really struggle around spiders. She even takes it out when we're watching a movie and pets it. Not only do I not want to touch her spider, but I don't want to touch her either after she's handled them. Advice needed. And that's not a euphemism. <laughs> no. That's not no. a euphemism. No. <laughs> no. being read like a euphemism. Oh, touch my spider. <laughs> oh, God. He's a lad's lad, but he doesn't like spiders. Um, I'm sure you'll, you'll expect I'm going to annihilate you for making that comment yeah no you don't have to you definitely don't have to like your girlfriend spider um, this man who wrote in but I honestly don't know why he has a problem with the fact that the spider is called Brendan is it Brendan? <laughs> is it the actual name that she's chosen to give the spider? Should he? Should does he think he should be called something more exotic? Or is it the fact that the spider has a name at all? I I, I, I think it's I, just because it's a spider. I feel she's, going, oh, no. she's going, oh, look, he's called Brendan. You're going, I don't care yeah. what you call him. He's a spider. But I really don't see why that he finds it neither amusing nor charming. No. Like, well, he's trying to sound <laughs> Yeah, no, you, know. you need to get over yourself about that. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> spiders, like I love animals. and uh, But spiders I do have a difficulty with. And um, I have tried because I don't think it really goes up my brand that I don't like spiders. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a spider. Because you're always on the web. You're on fire today. But I have a I have a humane spider removal person in the house um, and that's great. Although he insists on putting them in the garden where I'm sure they only just come straight back in again. Um, so, uh, you know, you're entitled not to want to engage with the spider. That's fair enough. And that includes not having Brendan sitting on the sofa with you yeah. when you're watching TV. I think that's fair enough. Um, but I think that she's entitled to have Brendan in her terrarium, uh, in his terrarium rather, and if in, in her bedroom, if that's what she thinks, that's not unreasonable. So really the upshot here is I don't see this relationship going the distance. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. Oh my I, God I, I think unless he's happy to have a kind of a Diana type of situation, um, there'll be three of them in the marriage. And I think if he has a problem with Brendan, I think, you know, maybe he should call it quits now and, and move on. But she must have encountered people who have a problem with spiders in the past. She's going to find it difficult. Yeah. Say, but you see, there would be some men, and my friend, my, I, I my learned friend men. over here will probably expand on this more, who probably, even if they didn't really like spiders, would let on they like spiders because they were real lads, lads, not like this fella. Yeah. Not real you lads, see, maybe lads. that's uh, that's why he's written into us because <laughs> yeah. obviously he hasn't admitted it and he thinks it's some it's, sort of sign of uh, yeah. weakness to do it. Yeah, and, and, and like. As a lad's lad, how do you feel about spiders? I have been loved by so many lads. I must be a lad's lad. Um, How do you feel about spiders? 
I don't mind spiders, but, but there's certain things that I have well. what I would call like a primal reaction to that, like, you know, I don't like seeing my own blood being taken when I'm having a blood test. It just really, I, I find it irrational, my reaction, but it is a reaction and I have to just go with that. So I, I have to do things like I just don't watch that. Um, I think many people have these kind of primal responses to stuff. And I think it's very logical for humans to have certain kind of impulses that, you know, operate outside a realm of rationality. I think this guy's going, I'm a normal bloke and I'm normally up for stuff. He knows who he is, but he's fine. I find this thing weird and it's a weird reaction I have. And I like think he's Sean's scared of it. I don't think he's weird. I think yeah, he's actually like... Know, he's, yeah, like and many it. people are. He's yeah. a racket folk. We have many thing. kind of like primal instincts that are like hardwired into our DNA, to use that cliche, to make that make us do stuff that that's is irrational, yeah, yeah, but maybe not irrational because back in the day, maybe you know we lived in areas where the spiders could actually do us. Do you know what the harm. problem with spiders is generally? Now, not I know some that they have poor manners. And eat your brains. They've poor manners. <laughs> yeah, they've poor manners. But also, most spiders you don't know what's the back of them and what's the front of them. So if you see a spider, you don't yeah. know which way he's going. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You don't know if he's going to go up or left or right or down. He could go in any direction, and and they move. Fierce fast. They do, yeah. And that, I think, is where the fear of spiders comes from. You just don't know. And some of them are poisonous. I know that we don't have poisonous spiders in this country. You can get a bite from a spider here that can be quite serious. And false widows and whatever they are, you know. Yeah. But all that aside, I think what we're dealing with here is we're dealing with two different kind of (laughs) worldviews. But you do hear about those ones that sneak off banana boats or whatever (laughs) and roaming the countryside. Never buy your bananas in plastic, not just because it's bad for the planet. That's a far-right talking point, I think. That's just... (laughs) Outrageous fake news, (laughs) but but I I think it's like the 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 problem is is that the um, owner of the spider has a worldview where Brendan is a cuddly little gorgeous thing that she's very fond of, and if you could just learn her her, what she has to teach you, you'd love Brendan too. Whereas he's gone, that's all very well and good. But the hairs on the back of my neck go up when I see a spider and it's irrational and I can't read. And that's the problem. Two worldviews, incompatible. So So, you think it's doomed as well? Well, unless they talk about it and one one of them is willing to make a compromise. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, Probably as though it would be a useful thing to do because he went to the trouble of saying he's a lad's lad. So obviously he can't he can't admit he's a bit of an arachnophobe. Most people are scared of something or have a phobia about something. It would be good for him as a human to being to go fear. actually I yeah. have a weakness you know? yeah. Yeah. I agree like and I think a lot of the time and it is it does, it, that relates into the kind of you know the masculinity side of stuff that people don't want to show their weaknesses because it means they think that they're not a lad's lad but if you can acknowledge that perhaps there's a biological deep hardwired reason for you to having that weird impulse I wonder then, now here going philosophical which is yeah. normally where you go I wonder is it the <laughs> fact that she has the pet spider that she takes out and pets and sits on the sofa with, does that make him feel less of a man? Yeah, well, that's kind of what, that's kind of where he's at. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, well, you should okay, when he sees a spider, what's he no, seeing? No, <laughs> Dr. Freud. Yeah, no, when he sees her being not afraid of it and being very yes, kind of brave yeah, yeah, in inverted yeah. commas with the yeah. does it make him feel... You know, of a course, bit less because of a it's the rationality. It's yeah. like if you, if you, like we all, like Sean said, we ha- all of us have things that they're that we're not comfortable with. Or like I don't particularly like heights, and but I, mm. you know, so when I'm, if I'm ever up a tree or I'm you know about to do a bungee jump, <laughs> I do get a little bit of a flutter. I go, oh, I'm not sure I should do this. <laughs> so I do have to conquer that fear. <laughs> Are you up trees we regularly? Do, I did. Um, no, not trees. Oh, no, up trees. No, no, no or bungee jumping. Not anymore. But my ancestors lived up trees. <laughs> 
Can you name them? <laughs> I haven't gone that far back, but I do have an Ancestry.com account. Make sure to put in trees in there. But basically, yeah. what we're saying is we think he should bail. That this, this is oh doomed. God, this relationship over. is doomed. Yeah. I don't think they can get... I don't think... I think they're both too far apart to be able to. Sharon says he's overreacting. He should be more understanding. Uh, Jerry says, I'm a psychiatrist. Oh. Phobias can be cured. Look there at psychiatrists know. touting for business on yeah. the radio. Well, that's that's kind of shameful, I would have thought. <laughs> the only thing is, I think this guy is probably happy enough. I don't think he has this overwhelming need to be no. into spiders. Yeah. Do you know, like, I don't like spiders either and I'm good with that. Like, I don't really want to have to go through therapy yeah, and meeting I, a whole load of spiders in order to get over my room? fear of yeah, spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, this is Brendan and yeah. Brendan's friend Rory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, Joe says, why is he bothered by spiders that are harmless? Kind of missing the point because yeah. that's a logic, Joe, and these things tend to be irrational. Yeah. Uh, and Dicky and Balbrecken, uh, I really Dickie hope that's Balbrecken. his real, uh, says, last count, 56 tarantulas I have cared for. They are a wonderful thing to keep if cared for properly. Right. If not... Good man, good man Dicky. That's, that's great. Sleep with yeah. one eye open. Yeah. Because there's tarantulas, well, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't get me cheese sandwich this yeah. afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I was a waitress in a cafe and we often get tips from our regulars. One of my regulars has started tipping me a bit more generously than normal. We always chat and have a bit of a laugh. However... I see him simply as a customer and I'm getting concerned that he sees me as potentially more than his server. It's just so hard to find the balance between being good at my job and not crossing a line. It's got to the point now where he asks for me to serve him if another waiter goes over to him first. I don't want to upset him or be a bad waitress, but I also want to be clear to him what the boundaries are. Yeah, this one kind of like made me uncomfortable because um, yeah. I, I kind of see it potentially from both sides because uh, I can see this woman in her doing her job and, and you know being good at her job which I presume means that she's friendly and she, she you know she handles that side of it mm. you know with a smile on her face and, and I can also see how that might be picked up badly by or incorrectly yeah. by somebody if that's how far that person is, is saying because there hasn't been anything going on from the guy's point of view other than kind of saying I'd like to be served by this person who I get to know who I've gotten to know is he getting creepy the only person that can really feel that is her no I can't say oh he's definitely being creepy because that's maybe not an absolute but I do think that if she's getting the weird vibes she's totally within her rights to go I don't want to serve that person and in fact she shouldn't she shouldn't go over and serve him is what I would feel to do in that situation because the only person that can control this situation is her because she, 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 she basically has to work out what her own boundaries are and to work out what she's willing to do within that. And, and like, so what will happen? He comes in, he tells the other waiter, I don't want to be served by you. I want to be served by Imelda. Imelda needs to tell the other server that to say she's not available right now because she's actually at work and she's busy. Know, she's busy mm. and that's it. And that's, you know, part of the boundary. And if he doesn't cop on there then you know that's how you do it sometimes you can serve him sometimes you won't develop the boundary yourself yeah yeah no I agree with all that and I do think that it's something that is probably more likely to happen in this direction oh absolutely uh, you know female to male rather than the other way around and I think that women generally are fairly good at picking up as I think this woman has that your man is kind of reading more into this than is actually the case that she's just as she said being good at her job and being a good waitress and you know engaging in a bit of friendly banter whereas he's going oh look the waitress I think is actually into me Um, (laughs) and so you know maybe I need to pursue that a little bit 
and that's not the case. So I agree with you. I think but, she. But, okay, but what about what about it from the men's point of view? He's into her. So, like, what does he do? How is he supposed to, you know? I think he's. I think the fact that he's saying, "I don't want to be served by you, um, John. Yeah, I'm going to wait for Melda." That's too much. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. And I think yeah. that's the. Signal. I think he's probably getting losing the run of himself, and he's yeah. getting a bit excited, of he which is. is a red flag. You know, that's where he's going wrong. Yeah. But he's also going, well, I just came all the way from Belfast to be served by the wrong person. But she's, you know, done, she's done nothing. Like long lingering looks. She's not I, doing I, anything. I she's not doing anything to give him. I he's understand Overreading the situation. But he doesn't know what's in her mind and all he's doing is like, you know, boy well, meets girl. Well, that's what I was going to say. Boy likes girl. How does boy proceed without being a lech? Well, I think what you said is absolutely right in that Imelda has to say to the other servers, if that fella comes in and he's insisting on me, tell him I'm busy because, you know, it's ridiculous. But I think also perhaps she needs to cut back a little bit on the banter. Do you know, you need to steer mm. him back into his lane a little bit, you know, yeah. so that he realises that you don't want to be his friend even. You just, you know, you're doing your job and it's part of your job and it doesn't mean anything. Um, and I think, you know, much as all as that might risk breaking his heart, that's life. Um, and you can't do your job properly if you've got this Egypt um, making doggy eyes at you and insisting that you serve him and all the rest of it. So, um, if she finds herself in a social situation where she she's caught between the like I, I'm talking to him, I'm smiling. It's not within within my nature to kind of dial back the charm. Yeah. Um, I would invent like a boyfriend that you just start bringing into the conversation. Just oh, that's to, a good idea. Just kind of say, oh yeah, I love that. My boyfriend reads that. Or, oh yeah. Oh, I love that film. Whatever it is, it comes in. Yeah, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, or my that's girlfriend. That's very good. See, he's more devious. Okay, than that's, I a am. I that's a good that. idea. That's just, a good idea. And also, I wonder. I don't know why. She she didn't give this detail, but I have this vision of somebody who's just hanging around in a coffee shop all day, living with the waitresses. <laughs> well, like, what does this guy do with his time? He's probably yeah. writing a Doesn't sound day. like much of a catch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Every author and bookmaker is turning and they're squirming in their seats right now. This is where we Ah, work. right. Oh, anyway, uh, the, the, and uh, Mr. P says on the whole spider thing, says the vast majority of people who have spiders or snakes and delight as pets aren't doing it because they really like them or they're doing it for <gasps> shock value. It's just to show how quirky or unique they are. Fact. Oh Mr. gosh. Nah, oh. I don't believe that. Who hurt him? <laughs> yeah. Who hurt Obviously him? Obviously somebody with a, with a snake or, yeah. Yeah. or a lizard. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rachel says, I had a friendly male customer in before. It turned out he was just a bit lonely and appreciated the chats. She shouldn't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think as women, you know, and you know where you're likely, you know, she does not want, I get that, that she does not want this to become a bigger problem. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that someday he just like, you know, gets offended or asks her out or something. She doesn't want to have to do But I think she's going too, too many steps to. down the line because she's kind of going, okay, I'm smiling at him. He's giving me a tip. I smile back at him. He's asking me the next time he comes in and now I'm imagining him asking me to marry no, him. No, I don't think so. She I think that women kinda... know that he's overstepped. Like she's away, she's worked, I don't know for how long as a waitress, but she's used to this. And I think she knows that because he's given her bigger tips than probably are, that, you know, are appropriate, and he's asking for her. She knows she's on the money. I think she's dead right. Yeah, you know your spidey you know. sense would. Yeah, but I still yeah. think that it's, it's a, it, I, again. I, I find it like as a gay man, I'm going to stand up for the straight guys because the straight guys often have to, you know, make that kind of brave step to kind. Of, you're rolling your eyes, Barbara, because you're going. You know, I just want to be chased. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I want to be chased by the man. But it, 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 it is a it's a messy one because it can be awkward. It can be embarrassing. It can be difficult. And sometimes you kind of make a misstep, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a creepy lech. Maybe yeah, she, that's true. Yeah. Maybe okay, she should yeah, just turn around and say, "Here's your coffee. Drink your coffee, and then <laughs> get out. Slip <laughs> off and get out." Uh, right, you are. We do have to take a break. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to, uh, after that, we're going to be talking about a husband with a history of cheating. 
Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Barbara and Declan are still with us. Here's the next question. My husband and I have worked to overcome his history of cheating on me numerous times. We've made good progress and until recently I felt we were in a good place. However, he's been invited to the stag do of a close friend abroad and feels he should go because he will be the best man at the wedding. I find that it's triggering me because I worry about the thought of him being out and encountering other women in an environment where I won't be there and getting tempted. I don't want to tell him to not go, but should I ignore that this is making me feel uncomfortable? Um, Yeah, the one thing that interests me about this letter first off is where the writer says that they've made good progress until recently she felt they were in a good place so is that she felt they were in a good place until the husband decided to go on the stag do or is this so yeah I'm assuming I'm assuming that that there's nothing else that has gone on in the background that she has so assuming if that is the case um, well then you know unfortunately this was bound to happen in other words there was bound to you you as a couple were bound to come to a situation where perhaps he would be tested and that that faith and trust um, that you now have um, in his ability to remain faithful to you was going to be tested and and this is now that occasion. Um, Like a stag weekend in my non-experience of stag weekends is something that most men will be invited to at some stage Um, and I think (laughs) I think uh, most of them go especially those who are in committed relationships and manage to come back without having been unfaithful Mm. to their partners and if that is wrong and Declan is telling me (laughs) that it is then anything I'm going to say is absolute rubbish because I'm assuming that most of them manage it Um, oh yeah, okay. I'm going to be educated on this. No, but I'm totally you're not. Up to I don't know All I'm saying it. is that, yeah, there'll be opportunity and there'll be the possible temptation for your husband. But I mean, there must have been other times at home. You know, you're not with them 24 7 when there possibly would have been both of those things available. It's just because a stag seems to put the spotlight on all of yeah, that. Yeah. You know, that, that, it's, that it's become this big thing in her head. So, in answer to the question, she asks, no, you should not tell him he cannot go. He, Of course he should go, particularly if he's going to be best man at the wedding. And you just have to hope that the work that you've done together and the place that you're at now where you think is, is a good place is actually a good place. Um, you don't have a choice. Like that's, mm. that's, you just have to hope for the best and chances are. I think yeah, it's interesting that um, there's been, there's no indication in this letter about what the husband's approach towards going I, I agree with you that like you know maybe he feels like he's kind of you know I have to because I yeah. am the mm. but if the history is as described by the letter in other words that she she's been cheated on by him several times and if as the letter suggests they have been working on it and they're in, in open communication about how you know they feel about it because some people just go oh that's water under the bridge it's done now so now we're in a good place yeah, right and so if he's just all forgiven and it's all forgotten then it's business as usual for him whereas in in reality i feel that he should be a little bit sensitive towards her feelings about this that he and if a conversation hasn't happened where he goes how do you feel about this are you okay with me going because yeah. that would have been the sensible approach yes, to okay. go are you cool with this because i know you might be worried about it. you know that we're in a better place but if that isn't happening maybe that's why she's feeling the kind of the, the discomfort um so they're in this kind of space where she should communicate that feeling to him going, I feel that you are not aware of, of how this is Hard potentially 
upsetting to me, even though I trust you. I'm trusting you. I'm not sure that she really does. Yeah, exactly. Of course, you haven't given. But she had, from what she's saying to us, she he hasn't given her much reason to, you know. So, so like, like to to flip over what you said before. He has told her that he will not cheat on her ever again. They're now in a position for the first time to test that theory. Exactly. So hello, you know, she's her instincts and her feelings are completely valid, um, but she needs to talk them through so that she's happy that her decision in 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 saying it's cool for me for you to go is something that she can stand by because if she's feeling she's kind of having to do it for the the optics of the situation, yeah, and they're not there yet then yeah. that's kind of letting him off a hook that he's not fully off because it's very hard to to forgive and entirely yeah. forget and these things take time to rebuild. You but know, equally, the there will always come a stage where there will be a test sure. and whether it's a stag, which is, you know, the very obvious kind of uh, yeah. the testing ground or whether it's with work, he has to go away and stay overnight somewhere. Sure. I mean, that it could be just that that that, that so, would provide him with the opportunity so him not and the actually temptation. Saying, and him not, or her not replay, telling us in the letter that he said, so, yeah, this is what's happening and I know you're, you know, he's not trying to uh, allay any of her fears, yeah. which is a bit that kind of makes me go, it's a bit, it's a bit insensitive. Well, we don't know that he didn't. I mean, the letter's yeah. quite short. True. So maybe no, yeah. but he did, yeah, because he, he did say, that they at least have had the conversation where he said, I, I kind of feel I have to go, I'm best yes. man. So he has addressed it, even yeah. if it's In only that tangentially. Way, but, yeah. yeah, it's a bit oblique for me. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. that it was actually, you know... But he acknowledges how and, difficult and this is going to be yeah, with that's her. The bit. And, and so, and, and so therefore the reverse of that is that I think that she should be explicit yeah. about the fact that this is very difficult for her. But equally you agree that he should go though. I, I kind yeah. of think that if, if it's, I don't know where they are and I think that Ooh. only they know, but I don't think but it has to be. But if he doesn't go, he's the best man at the wedding. Yeah, like. but I mean, you know, he should have thought about that before he agreed to be the best man and him that's and cheat. harsh. That's very harsh, Declan. <laughs> Do you think he shouldn't go? Uh, no, because I, I think you're absolutely right. It's going to, some sort of testing situation it's is going to happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now you say a stag and that's, you know, yeah. kind of the cliched view of it. Actually, he'll probably be too drunk to do anything even if he wanted to, yeah. uh, is, is actually what tends. Now it is abroad, so God knows what flesh pot they're travelling to. Oh like if it was in Bundoran or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, here, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shout out the, to my friends in Bundoran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe she should encourage him not to go, says Anna, and he can show that he's committed to the relationship by not going, if that makes her feel more comfortable. Kira says, once a cheater, always a cheater. <sighs> yeah. uh, he shouldn't go. He'll just spend the whole time he's away worrying about it. And when he gets back, how will she know he didn't cheat? Yeah, she won't really. Uh, of course he will. Infidelity comes down to opportunity. You should have married a farmer or a pharmacist. A farmer <laughs> or a pharmacist? Well, are well known farm, as the but... most faithful men. Uh, uh, no, science... if it's to do with having a job that begins with farm, <laughs> yes. then you don't cheat. Uh, dump the lad. Uh, he's a serial womanizer. God. We don't we don't change, says Brian. Uh, I hate oh, stags, but that's beside the point. What, what goes on the stag stays on the stag, so he has a much safer bet of not getting caught. Sure, once won't matter and she'll never know. I never understand why people who are cheated on stick around or indeed why the cheaters stick around. Uh, Tell her to read Leave a Cheater, Gain a Life. 
uh, uh, says no. The don't tell her so, not so. to do that. God, crikey! Oh, so that's no. a lot of. God, that's they may lot. have children. I mean, it's not, life isn't black and white, people. No, but he's fessed up to it, and they have done work yeah, on it. They so have. you know, yes, which, like, which is where I say, like, and I, I don't agree with with the thing that people in leopards can't change this, but I do believe that people can can have these kind of redemption moments and 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 grow up and realize yeah. that they need to actually, you know, for a relationship to work, they, it can't be all about themselves and you know the selfishness that is required to cheat. But I do think that if he hasn't really, really allayed her fears, then there's something not quite fixed there. And I think that's mm. an alarm bell. Maybe for me. his friends, if she looks at who else is going on the stag, if they're all kind of, you uh, know, ladsy lads, like the fellow who's afraid of spiders, the spiders. then <laughs> then she might think, yeah, that kind of environment he might yeah, find, you know, might give him permission. Uh, but if all his friends are farmers or pharmacists, then, then you know, she's fine. Hap, fine. She's fine. Happy out. Yeah. No problem. Right. Or like that's pigs. a really good. Uh, yeah. uh, that's really good advice for life. Farmers and pharmacists. Great. Yeah, great. I'm glad to find that out today. Uh, here's the final and probably the most difficult question. Uh, over the past two years, we've become very friendly with our neighbours who live a few doors down. We often have dinners together, and our kids are a similar age, which is great. A few weeks ago, they suggested to us that we take a holiday together this coming summer. At first, we were really delighted with the idea. However, problems soon arose. All the ideas, hotels and resorts they suggest seem very expensive and rather outside of our budget. Uh, whenever we counter-suggest something slightly more modest, they demure. My wife thinks we should just accept what they want to go with, but I don't want to pay out loads of money when I don't mind something more basic. But it's getting to the point now where it's beginning to become an awkward topic of conversation with the neighbours. We have noticed that the dinners are becoming less frequent... But we don't want to lose their friendship. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Do you want me to go with yeah, this? Yeah, because you've had lots of experience with this one. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> I, 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 this I, says I this know. says wife swapping all over <laughs> yeah, to me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly oh, what uh, this is about. Please like, make my joke explicit. <laughs> 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 oh, that, that, well, a nod doesn't work on yeah, the radio. Too, yeah, sorry, I just came from RTE television too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, um, we, the big, the, the big thing that jumps out at me here is that have this couple who wrote into us. I'm not looking at him. Yeah. If this couple who wrote into us have they said to the other couple that these are all outside of our budget, or are they just going? No, we don't like this. How about this one, which is cheaper and and more cheerful? And if so, if they haven't told them it's outside, I'm thinking they haven't said explicitly, we can't afford that because otherwise the other couple would stop suggesting places that they clearly can't yeah, afford. Yeah. So they obviously haven't had that conversation. So are they afraid to let the, this couple with whom they're great friends know that they're not in the same league financially, which I think probably is the case. And the second thing is you kind of wonder, and I've seen this, I'm not talking Declan from personal experience. Do you know, have they got this couple up on a pedestal kind of like these are the people we aspire to be type of thing? Is that why they're kind I mean, of but they're neighbors. wanting to... They both have their... They both live in Orwell Road, let's say, for the sake of... <laughs> and so... Because I, I got from that... Who wrote this sounded to me like the man. Sounds like he can afford it. Please go and just choose them, their to. notions. You know, yeah. why would you want to go to a fancy and, thing? And, I, oh, and I often that is, that is the case. I've definitely... I've seen that too. That where, you know... Oh, have you? The, you, know, you wouldn't answer the question Arlene first though. Arlene wants to have the champagne lifestyle and, and you know, Brian going no we don't need that you don't need to do that kind of bit of showing do you think off. he's just being mean no, I think it's I just, quite think, possible they live on the same road and have different he isn't like them as much as maybe she wants to be yeah. like right. them yeah. oh of course yeah. or, and that's another version of your bridezilla it's her no aspiring I, oh, to be like the rich neighbours your man neighbors. could be just tight 
and, and needs he could to, be, but he also he's could be tight. He could, yeah, he could be a bit tight, but he could also genuinely not be able to. They could also genu- genuinely okay. not be able to yeah. afford it. However, the thing is that I think this is a good problem to have because I think if you're friends with the neighbours and you have dinners together and your kids play together, that's all deadly, great, fantastic. But if you go on holidays with the with this family for a week or two weeks and you stay in the same place and you see each other at breakfast, lunch, dinner and all day, every day, I kind of think that can be a recipe for mm. really getting on each other's nerves. Yeah. So I think if Agreed. you go and say to them, we're actually going to stay over here and then you can meet up during the day, you can meet up in the evening, but you can also go your own way. I think that's probably a much healthier way to have a holiday with Often friends Often though, when anyway. people suggest these group things, what they're trying to do is they're trying to, you know, get maximum economies of scale where we go, if there's four of us, we can get yes, this place maybe cheaper. Yes, that's not happening here, I don't yeah. think. And I, I think fundamentally the problem is that there's, no, there's been no discussion in advance about what the, the budget actual is. budget is. And... That's kind of a that's that's a mistake because people are just kind of pantomiming around being like more loaded than they are, or maybe the others are actually you know even though you live next door to somebody you can have totally different lifestyles Absolutely. and different yeah. um, disposable income. Um, people don't necessarily want to make that stuff explicit. Yeah, but you have to yeah, basically exactly. say, say we can't afford that. Oh, we don't that's why we to. drive it you know this car. We don't drive not a, being that able to car. afford it. You can say well, we do, we're doing other stuff with our yeah. money this year. Yeah, no. exactly. And I, but I do think that, you know, b- even if it wasn't for the financial differences between the two of them, I'd always urge caution if you haven't been on holidays, you don't know these people that well, you yeah, know, you haven't yeah. known them for years and years and years. Going on holidays together for a week yeah, or two weeks can be potentially, can be. you can come back needing another holiday. So I think you'd be as well off. Go to the same area, meet up the same resort, meet up during the day, whatever. But have your own space as well so that you can get away from them. I that's what I would advise. Yeah, anyway. they sound like awful people. But they've started the conversation. It's going to be very hard to, to, to yeah. cycle out of it. Yeah. Uh, Kieran's here. He's, he, he lives in the neighbour's house. So um, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Husband swapping and wife swapping and everything else. Just par for the course. Uh, what are we talking Kenny about? Kenny is full of that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 It's oh, rampant. 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 Yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah. As yeah, well. we've heard yeah. that. Yeah. And the butlers. Yeah. 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 I, I hate to kind of play to type, but we're talking about porn as well on the show today. It's the very first item on the agenda. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Talking about uh, politicians looking for dawn raids on petrol stations, accusing them of price gouging and oligarchs. Uh, you know, we talk about oligarchs a lot, but we are going to try and find out just where they came from, how they made their money, what exactly they had to do in the uh, fall of the Soviet Union. How can we become one? How do we become one? Do tried to become one? Dominic Cummings. You know Dominic Cummings? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, when he finished university, disappeared off to, you know, the Wild East, Russia, Moscow, wow. in the early days of, uh, of the post-Soviet Union to try and make his money to become an oligarch. So he was working Didn't directly work. for Putin when he was engineering Brexit. That's it, exactly, yeah. Okay, no, so no, he's a no failed engine. oligarch. A failed oligarch, but, but he's a successful Brexit. Brexit here. Yeah. yeah. oligarch. Yeah. I thought they oh. all came from oligarchia. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, anyway, right, Barbara, Declan, Kieran, <laughs> thank Declan you all very much. You are listening to the Moncrief Show and you start. We'll take a break back in a couple of minutes. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.